Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Susan Bransfield, who is the first select woman of the town of Portland. Susan, welcome. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. It's great to be here. Pete. I know. Good to see you. It's been a while. Usually you and I do this through Zoom. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I like this much better. Oh, me too. Me too. What's going on in the town of Portland since we've seen each other last? Well, there's a few things. All right. Uh, number one, of course, is... Uh, COVID yes. has reared its ugly head a little bit. Okay. Um, I checked our numbers and we were up the last week. We uh, are serviced by Chatham Health District, yep. we're a member of Chatham Health. Sure. And they told us we were up and I am telling everyone in the town mm -hmm. that our municipal offices, if you're going to enter either the town hall or the police department, any of the fire departments and so forth, mm -hmm. senior center, you have to wear a face covering. Yes. Absolutely. The library is requiring it as well. Right. Um, I'm not putting anything out as far as private businesses go. Right. Um, I was contacted by a church in town recently and they asked what our thoughts were in the town and mm -hmm. I told them, um, let's be safe. Right. Not sorry. Absolutely. Let's uh, put a face covering on when you enter the building and I said you can tell the leaders in your church that they may want to follow suit. Right. If you're entering the building and you're inside, it, Pete, it's easy. You right. just put a facial covering sure. on your face and I think you're being respectful of everyone, whether you're vaccinated or right. you're not vaccinated. Absolutely. Better safe than sorry. And let's underscore, yes. if you haven't been vaccinated, yeah. get vaccinated. Absolutely. Let's be rid of this yes, COVID-19 as soon as we can. Yes, and please. I think uh, a combination of following good safety practices right. and also getting everybody who's eligible mm -hmm. vaccinated, it's gonna stop. It's Absolutely. gonna stop the spread. Absolutely. And from what, before we get into everything else going sure. on in the town of Portland, one thing I wanna talk about, from what I understand, you're not running in November. That's true. I'm not running in November. <laughs> Susan. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm going to miss <laughs> a lot of things about the job, Pete. Um, but I'm also looking forward to doing some other things. Yeah. Um, I enjoy uh, some free time. Right. I also um, have a pretty large family that I want to spend uh, some oh, absolutely. quality time with. And I also have some interests that I'd really like to spend some more time on. Okay. And uh, they include, um, I like um, senior services. Sure. Uh, being a senior, yeah, I think right. it's critically important Absolutely. that we keep active, both mentally and physically. Yes. And most important, mm -hmm. socially. Absolutely. So I'm going to be looking to work in that area. I also want to work in the area of uh, diversion from shelters for okay. homeless or on the brink of homelessness. Okay. Um, it's really been a situation that breaks your heart yeah. when you hear that folks, usually through no fault of their own, run into circumstances where they either have lost a spouse or a significant other and they can't afford to stay right. in the facility or the, the rent, um, the house that they were living in. And they can get into a financial situation where they just can't afford to live in the right. same place. So um, we were successful in the town of Portland getting a grant from uh, the state. Right. And it's a federally funded grant 
and the name of it is Shelter Diversion. Okay. Um, we're going to be signing an agreement with Mercy Housing and Shelter. Sure. They're in Hartford, also in the Middletown area. Okay. We'll be working with the coordinated network of people that work in this area in Middlesex County. Sure. Comes all the way down to Old Saybrook from Portland, mm -hmm. and then it goes um, west over to Meriden and Wallingford. Oh, wow. So I'll uh, be signing that contract pretty soon, and we'll be uh, getting three new employees Ooh. hired by Mercy okay. to get some good relationships with landlords, take a look at how they can counsel people that are on the brink or are homeless, and also make sure that they provide, I think the third element, supportive services. Right. Sometimes an ear to listen mm -hmm. and to troubleshoot, figure yeah. out how can your life be enriched um, by knowing some of the resources that might be available. So those are two areas that I hope to work, volunteer, right. stay involved with, uh, among other things. Now, how long were you for Select Rowan? I've been, I, I go until November okay. the 16th. So gotcha. I have the date on the calendar. Gotcha. Uh, the election in Portland, as in all municipal yep. uh, towns, is November 2. Mm -hmm. So our charter rule says that you have two weeks and then you have to leave. Okay. So I have been first select woman for 18 years. Wow. That's nine terms. Wow. So when you say, are you running again? I can say no. No. Um, and it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I give everybody is. who runs for <laughs> office in their local, especially mm -hmm. in our local offices, I give them a lot of credit for putting their name out there, oh, for wanting to help, whether it's a paid position or a volunteer position, we need you. Right. And I hope that we continue to recruit people that really care about their community and want to make it better. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, before we move on to the next topic of discussion, during your time of being first selected, mm -hmm. do you have a favorite memory or favorite accomplishment you could you can shed light on? Yeah, I think there's a, there's some really, I, I think, I like to see people's lives enriched. Right. That where we live is more comfortable. Um, we've put in um, some infrastructure in our town, which okay. I think has helped a lot. Sure. And that's simply torn up the broken sidewalks in many areas <laughs> of our <Okay>. town. <laughs> and put down new sidewalks. We've been able right. to do it with a combination of grants from the state, okay. as well as local uh, municipal support. Mm -hmm. We passed a bond referendum in 2016. Oh, nice. And part of that referendum was a million dollars for new sidewalks. So the walkability of Portland has increased and improved, and even the bikeability, yeah. uh, particularly for young families who may want to take out their children and themselves and go for a bike ride around the center of town. Um, the streets that come off of Main Street and High Street, um, right. familiar with the town, mm -hmm. is where many people live. Right. And we've always had sidewalks. And so having that improvement, I think, has really um, contributed to what we call a complete street. Right. A complete street is being able to drive your car um, or your vehicle, your truck, mm -hmm. and also ride your bike and walk. Right. 
Um, it's really made a difference in our community and, and I'm very proud of working with our Public Works Department, our Finance Department, and most importantly the residents of the town right. to make sure that we have a more walkable town. Right. Now according to the information I was looking at for research tonight, there's a 9-11 tribute at the Bushnell we want to talk about? Yes, Let's thanks about for that. bringing that yeah, up. No problem. Um, I'm working with Joyce Gent, and Joyce Gent is the uh, coordinator for the Middlesex Hospital Vocal Chords. Okay. And they do typically a fall concert and a spring concert. Sure. And 10 years ago, when I was first selectman mm -hmm. also, um, she planned a tribute to the 9-11 victims, both those who passed away and lost their lives, okay. the family members that were left behind, as well as all of the fire, police, right. emergency uh, personnel that responded to that horrible, horrible tragedy. Mm -hmm. And now 20 years has passed, right. which is amazing, isn't it? It really it, is. It is. And the Middlesex uh, Hospital Vocal Chords, who are a singing group, okay. who bring uh, restorative health to people, not just physically, but that emotional lift okay. that I think music gives. They've also invited a bagpipe organization to come in. Oh, cool. And I think most importantly, they have invited uh, members of the police and fire departments in Middletown, okay. Portland, and the city of Hartford. Yeah. Uh, Mayor Bronin will say a few words. Uh, Luke is a friend of mine. I've is worked he? with him okay. on uh, Connecticut Conference of Municipalities. He's really very honored to be able to say a few words to say thank you and know that you're still a part of our soul, this 9-11 this tragedy, as well as Susan Bysowitz, okay, who is sure. also um, a friend to Portland yep. and me. Absolutely. And she's our lieutenant governor, and yep. she's going to say a few words too. But most importantly, um, it'll be a great gathering of people. Tickets are available okay. through the Bushnell box office. And I hope many of your listeners and viewers can attend. It'll be worthwhile. Absolutely. It'll be in the great big uh, part of the uh, Bushnell. Okay. And it, it should be a really, really good day to pay tribute um, to 9-11. Susan, would you mind sticking around for another segment? Sure, I'd love right. to. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when there are parched or windy conditions out there, you got to be extra careful with things like burning yard waste. After all, wildfires can start anywhere, even in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. The COVID-19 vaccines can be our chance to get back to our plans, who we are, what we miss, to get back to each other, to life. But it's okay to have questions like, how were the vaccines tested? in rigorous clinical trials among adults of diverse backgrounds. Can the vaccines give you COVID-19? You cannot get COVID-19 from a vaccine. 
Why should I get vaccinated? Protecting yourself also helps protect the people around you. Find the latest information at GetVaccineAnswers.org. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Susan Bransfield, who's the first selected woman of the town of Portland. Susan, welcome back. Thank you, Pete. Thank you. Susan, so let's open up this segment talking about the labyrinth in the town of Portland. Sure, sure. Um, at our riverfront park, Pete, which is okay. right near the Brownstone Quarries on Brownstone Sure, Island. absolutely. Over the last, oh, it's probably been about 15 years, we've worked on improving the road, the sidewalks, like mm -hmm. we talked about a few minutes ago, right? as well as um, some of the things that you can do along the Connecticut River. Okay. And one of them is you can go to a concert. We had four concerts this summer in the park. They're free. And, you know, it was sort of interesting in 2021, being that we were all sort of not there last year because right. we couldn't have them because of the COVID-19 restrictions. Right. We had, I'm going to guess, 700 people wow. who came to these concerts. Oh, my goodness. And for a town that's 9,300 people on a Tuesday night at 630, <laughs> that's a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Um, we had some great bands. One, um, one was the Great Hill Mountain Band, oh, okay. which is a local band, and they had, uh, I think, nearly 700. Now, we don't count wow. every single person, but we have a way of sort of taking segments and right. then multiplying it out. and Gauging we, it. Yes, yeah, and we had a few other bands. And the other thing that we do in this park hmm. is provide a place for you to walk. Okay. Um, there's a nice path there. There's a pavilion. You can have your picnic anytime sure. you want. Oh, absolutely. And there's something new that the Brownstone Quorum Incorporated, okay. which is a nonprofit, 501c3 designated organization, okay. has um, fundraised. And they fundraised for maybe, maybe upwards of five years. And they were able to sell bricks with people's names or commemoration sure. for yeah. their loved ones. And then they built this beautiful uh, labyrinth from um, these pavers. Okay. Sometimes the labyrinths are made of, of either plants or stones that are sure. around. These are beautiful pavers. And y if you walk through it, it probably will take you maybe 15 minutes. Okay. Um, but it's a way of being in a quiet area of this uh, riverfront area. And it's a place where you could do some thinking. Mm -hmm. um, if you would like and you're inclined, um, you could do some prayers. Okay. It's a very uh, spiritual place. In fact, they had an opening at the end of June, a ribbon cutting. Sure. And there was a gentleman, his name is Gary O'Neill. Okay. And Gary is an East Hampton resident. Okay. He's a teacher in Meriden, and he is a Native American. Oh, wow. And his ancestors grew up in the greater East Hampton, Portland, Middletown area. He's part of the Wangunk tribe. Okay. And he said something that I thought was, was really profound. Okay, what was that? He said, you know, for many years, as Native Americans, we sort of wanted to fade 
into the background and not make too much noise about our presence. Right. And there are various reasons for that, he said. But today, you have invited me, Brownstone Quorum and the town of Portland, have invited me, a Native American, to come and lead you in spiritual prayer to dedicate this labyrinth. And you've recognized that this land was settled, was lived in for many generations by the Wongongs along the Connecticut River in that area and further north and south. Sure. And he said, this is a special day and a special meaning. Um, and that sort of set the stage for uh, people to be able to understand the importance of having a quiet place to go, a place that maybe is not an organized okay. uh, house of worship, is not an organized place where you would go to meet your friends, but rather something very informal, private, right. and part of the public park. Right. Um, so I've seen these labyrinths um, in many other places. Sometimes they are located in parks, sometimes they're located in churches, and sometimes they can be right in the middle of a city um, because the labyrinth um, dedicated in June and brought to us by a nonprofit group of volunteers mm -hmm. is really so very important. Um, Evergreen Landscaping, a business in our town, Okay, sure. Um, while they were compensated, they weren't compensated for the total amount of work that was done. Okay. So it's a nice public-private partnership right. with a nonprofit, the town land, and a business that recognize the importance of, of having this for our community. Absolutely, absolutely. And from where I understand, you guys also have a brewery in town as well. Yes, we do. Uh, right. Promoting a new business in uh, Portland, um, sort of homegrown. It's okay. called Concentric Brewing. Okay. If you come over to Portland from Middletown, you would take a sharp right, or just take the first right off of the Aragoni Bridge, okay. and you'll see it right in front of you. It's on the left-hand side, and it's in a Promold Plastics company. Okay. So again, you have two businesses sort of symbiotic helping each other. Right. They did a beautiful job inside. Oh, did they? They renovated. Uh, they have an outdoor eating and um, drinking area okay. and they have food. Um, Hot Dogs in the Hallway is the name of the company that right. another uh, local folks <coughs> run the brewery and local folks um, nice. run the eatery. So nice. come on over to Portland. Absolutely. You'll, you'll be glad to, to have something to eat there. And obviously we got to do a couple shout outs right now. Okay. First thing we're going to, first person we're going to shout out to is the executive director of CCM. Joe DeLong. One of my favorites. Me too. I love my, working with one Joe. One of my favorites. Very good He's person. He's a really, really good person. And obviously you're in, you're involved with CCM, yes. especially being a first sele an elected official in the town of Portland. But you were also, weren't you on the board of Yeah, I'm, for I'm still on the board. Oh, you and are? Okay. I'm a past president. That's in right. In 2017, I That's was the president. Right. And That's right. That was a lot of fun. That oh, was, yeah. Oh, of course it was. Oh, you get to meet so many people. 
travel, you get to know firsthand some <laughs> of the information that's coming out of the legislature or the oh, governor's yeah. office. Oh, and um, really love working with the other 167 or 68 towns right. um, that are involved. Um, Joe does quite a job of yeah. keeping us together. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's never political. It's no, always of course not. How do you help the citizens of the of all these cities and towns to do better. Exactly, exactly. That's where I met uh, the mayor of Hartford. He's the president right now. That's Luke, right, yeah, I knew that. Mayor knew. Luke is, is there and he's doing a fabulous job uh, reaching out to towns small like Portland, yep. medium like Meriden, and uh, big cities like right. New Haven and Bridgeport and Hartford. I've never met Mayor Luke. Ah, uh, he's I've a great never, person. Is he? Yep, a uh, veteran. Okay. Um, has served our country um, in armed forces and oh, now okay. in a civic uh, okay. way. And as I said a few minutes ago, he'll be at the 9-11 That's right. Tribute. That's so right. So tell us a little bit more about the 9-11 tribute. When, where, and what time? Okay. It starts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. It will be at the Bushnell Auditorium, and it will be on September 11, 2020, okay, which is a Saturday yeah. afternoon. Um, it will be a very worthwhile event absolutely. and uh, paying paying tribute. Absolutely, absolutely. And the other one we got we got to forget staying with the CCM theme. Yeah. Is the Democratic County Chairman for the Town of Portland? Oh, I think what's, I know him. What's his name again? I think his name I is Brian O'Connor. I think I know yes, him. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's a he's a native son of yes, this area. Absolutely. This Clinton area. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, he does a great job of keeping the Democrats together and yep. reaching out to anyone, uh, regardless of their affiliation, Absolutely. making sure they have the opportunity to have a voice in their in our local town and Absolutely. also a vote. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's go back to COVID restrictions in the town of Portland. What okay. can people expect to see when they come into town? Well, when you come into our, our town hall, you're being asked to wear a face covering okay. and being asked to um, be respectful of others and keep a, a reasonable distance whether right. you're vaccinated or unvaccinated right. um, and also our schools will be requiring that the youngsters wear a face covering at least through the end of September okay so school starts on the 30th of August okay. and uh, it gives our families a little head start so they know what they can expect but if 2021-2022 is similar to last year, right. there'll probably be some changes along the way uh, yeah. in regard to restrictions, mm -hmm. enhanced, diminished, right. um, which is what I would love to see. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll, we'll hope and pray that that does occur. And I think, you know, get vaccinated. Right. Do Absolutely. your um, civic, take your civic pride and right. take your family pride. and. Right and protect those who are unprotected. You know, youngsters under 12 cannot get vaccinated. Right. People am. with certain medical conditions cannot get vaccinated. Right. And just like when I was a little girl, I can mm -hmm. remember taking those little, they used to give us little sugar cubes, Pete, in, mm -hmm. in school yep. so that we would be vaccinated against polio. Yes. Um, and I still remember seeing uh, people my age, a little younger, a little older, who did get polio wow. and couldn't walk um, because their legs um, weren't as long on both sides yep. or their muscles were diminished or some other um, situation occurred for them. 
So we know how important it is right. to uh, respect those diseases out there. And if we have a way to fight them, if there's things in that toolbox, we ought to take <laughs> them out and use them. Absolutely. Now, as far as schools go in the town of Portland, how what are they going to look like when schools go back into session? Are they going to be remotely? Are they going to be in person? No, they're all in person. Okay. Um, we did have a remote academy of learning okay. last year, okay. and they carried it through uh, the whole year mm -hmm. for those families that felt it was right for them. Okay. But they announced in June that this coming year there would not be a remote learning, okay. that youngsters will be appropriately protected with the best uh, scientific uh, advice that we can, which is that face covering and right. keeping your distance. Absolutely. If there's um, extenuating circumstances, uh, Charles Britton, who's our superintendent, said they will make accommodations. Oh. Um, he's, a, he's really a great superintendent. Is he's he? uh, well respected and he cares deeply right. about uh, youngsters' well-being and education. As right. he said to me, look, their safety, their well-being is number one. The education is the easy part. Right. We know how to educate kids. Absolutely. Um, he's a, a former college professor as okay. well as a, uh, a leader as a principal in another district in Connecticut. Oh, okay. And now he was our curriculum director for a few years before uh, being selected by the Board of Ed to be our superintendent. So oh, someday nice. we'll have to have a show and talk about uh, Dr. Britton. He's yeah, that would guy. be fun. That would, that, yeah. that, would, that, would act, that would actually be... That would be a lot of fun. I can we can certain we can certainly do yeah. that. Absolutely. Now we've got a little bit more time left. So what else we want to mention? Well, you know, there's a few other businesses and uh, nonprofits in our town. And one nonprofit I wanted to mention sure. is is a is a, I love a quarries in the riverfront. I think you yeah, can yeah. gather that from me. Absolutely. And there is a private nonprofit called Quarry View okay. that was established just about two years ago. Okay. In 2019, they bought this property that used to be a quarry right next door to where the Brownstone Exploration Discovery Park is and right across the street from the Riverfront Park where that labyrinth is. Yep. And um, the owners, Dean Susie and Darlene Rice, are a married couple who decided they not only love the town of Portland, right. but they're great history buffs. Okay. And they're also, this is kind of fun, hmm. they're drummers. Wow. Really? So they have established a series of drumming circles okay. in this uh, six-acre area that they bought that has quite a bit of the artifacts of quarrying. So when you go in there mm -hmm. and you can call ahead, you can knock on the fence when you get there and Dean will come out <laughs> and meet you. Or go when they have something firmly established, which you'll find on their website, Quarry View, uh, on Facebook. And you'll be able to enjoy the drumming circle or some of the other events. They have an arts and crafts festival in oh, cool. September. Cool. Um, so there's that. The yeah. other business. Actually, we're out of time. Oh, I got more to say. That's I'll okay. Be back. We'll, come, we'll come back. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Susan. Thank you. See you soon. On behalf of Susan Bransfield, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night. We'll see you next time.